Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Is your school district going one-to-one? Do you manage thousands of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors and smart boards? If so, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook management solution that seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, now including PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents, all in one click. To find out more, do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks, or click the link in the show notes. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Robbie Payne. What's up? There you go, TK. Devastated. That's for, oh. for you, TK. What you did, did I, it. What you did, did I do it. to you, Joe? You probably thought I wasn't paying attention. I was. I, I was trying I was to catch ready. him off guard. That's really was what ready. it was. I was, was ready. ready. The, other, the other voice you hear there, that's Gabriel Bringers. I am. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> that is correct. And apparently, I am third. <laughs> well, second. I am second. So I'm we second. have. Yeah, um, <laughs> so we have our Patreon community, and in in our Patreon community, we have our highest tier, our Canary Crew, and these are folks that uh, are awesome supporters and and help us do what we do. And one of our supporters, TK has been asking for a, a long time a while <laughs> for Robbie to get introduced first. It used to be a thing. It was back and forth. He and got it, introduced it was first a couple mix, weeks ago. I'm just going to start mixing it up. It was only for because Gabe did it. I've tried like... So. Uh, I, Last week I tried a, just mixing up the intro and then it just <laughs> you didn't made, work. we mixed it up. It was crazy. <laughs> it's all messed up as well. The whole it was. thing was sideways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to TK by the way. He yeah, is a, you he is out. a first responder and he is just an all around awesome dude. Yes. With a, yes. A, a epic mustache. His face is on a, uh, one of our posts. I saw it what this was morning. I oh, it was when I did the article about how to do a FaceTime call. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if you want to if you want to see TK's face just search FaceTime on our site. It should be yep. the first article that pops up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we love, we love, we love all of our Canary crew, and uh, yeah, TK's been asking for that for a while. So there you go, TK. Alrighty, um, so it's 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 official. We have we have some phones in. Man, we have some phones. Yeah, we have some phones in the office. We have a lot of pixel we, phones we have, on this table right here in front and, of us, and, and we have some thoughts. Where's the so. where's the the rocket cloth? Because those things are mm-hmm. they're probably all they're all. Well, a couple oh. of these are the ones that sit on the desk over there, so yeah. or on the end table. I mean, yeah, we have some thoughts on these. We're we're yeah. gonna get to those in, in probably the second segment because there's a there's a lot to say. Like we're sure. we're still wrapping our heads around it. I think, and we we talked about it in our Canary Crew live stream this week. Kind of got some thoughts together there. We we have a video that we're gonna put out today or this weekend, and we're. Robbie's kind of gathering his thoughts on the review and we're figuring out how we're going to review these two devices. Yeah. So lots going on there and we're going to get to that. But first, let's talk about some other Chrome OS news. Let's get let's, let's get some of that stuff. I don't want to say yeah. out of the way cuz this stuff's important too. Yeah, and it, it there's just But part, if we if we start talking about these, we might yeah, just get going. Go down a rabbit trail. Yeah, and that that it's a good idea cuz ultimately there's there's been this feeling 
around the office, at least for me, of, of just wanting to get back to Chrome OS, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, uh, you know, and it's funny, we, we talked about um, internally a little bit of how we'll, we'll handle the Pixel 6 moving forward. Because when you talk about different publications and different uh, entities out there that focus on more niche uh, products, so there's, there's bunches of websites that, and, and YouTube channels that only do stuff about Apple products. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have the tendency to make one video or one commentary about the iPhone and then move on. Like they're constantly talking about it. Like when new things come up or, you know, there's a new thought or there's something different about it or whatever, you know, it's like, that's, that's kind of fair game for discussion. And I I feel like that should be for us, all Android phones, no way, but pixels, pixels should be in the, in the conversation more often for us. As yeah. A Google I, made like core Google device. Right. Which allows us to speak about Android a little bit more than we do as well. Cause we're yeah. never going to cover all of Android only as it pertains no to Chrome OS. And then I think how it pertains to pixels because the launch of a phone isn't the end all be all the phone launches no. and then it evolves. These phones right. are going to evolve over time. Uh, they're going to get updates a little bit longer than most phones, yeah. uh, three years and then five years of security updates so we'll be talking about these phones just you know granularly for months if not years to come so there's plenty to discuss yeah and it's it's just a little bit of a transition for us obviously like we've talked about pixel stuff in the past but it's normally hey here's the phones and we never really knew how to cover them like we've done some unboxings and stuff and then it's just kind of like all right wait this is whatever the pixel or the pixel 2 i tried to do some that that might have been before you were around i think i tried to do some sort of like review thing of it it felt weird but but all of it did yeah yeah but we've evolved, and yeah. and part of that too is is having um, some extra capacity. You know, having having you know our staff writer Mike, Michael Perigo cranking out awesome content, having some great contributors mm-hmm. that are putting some content out on the site allows us to expand a little bit and think a little bit more about some other areas, and, and right. definitely pixels, uh, the pixels being being part of that. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that stuff here in uh, in a jiffy. Let's talk about the Duet Five, the, the Lenovo Chromebook Duet yeah. Five, a, a, a device that's not a Pixel. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's uh, still is uh, for us like looking at our internal it's got metrics. Some pixel feels to it though. It does. Yeah, it's got yeah, some Pixel Book Go feels. Yeah, a lot. Googly, yeah, yeah, some googly, yeah. googly um, like vibes. When it's all together, it looks. It reminds me of the Pixel Book Go a lot because it's a thirteen point three, sixteen by nine screen. Uh, so they're obviously. You know, there's some some uh, similarities to draw there, but the uh, the the duet. It, it's interesting that in in the swarm of Pixel and Google Fall event and all that stuff, um, that was one of the things internally we could tell that people were still really interested. Yeah, in. so totally. as it became available, like uh, I mean, it it went and did did it sell out? So or it, it was, was just li- well, it was listed. Uh, a few days ago, but it was sold out immediately, which tells me that it wasn't actually sold out. It just, it, it should have said n- not yet available is what it should have said. Right. Then the listing went live and within two hours of me sharing that news, it went back to sold out. Uh, at that point in time, the ship date for it was the 28th. So you could order it and have it at a store by the 28th. Then a few hours later, it was in stock again, but it was the 29th. And then Robbie checked this morning, and it's still available, but we you can get it as early. You could pro- Depending on where you are, you could get it by, what, the 26th or 27th? So Monday, 27th, right? Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. So yeah. delivery Tuesday, in stores Wednesday, it looks like. Um, and it's even going to be, it's showing, it's going to be in, in our Best Buy here. We have a tiny little Best Buy. Um, it's the smallest little baby <laughs> we, Best Buy we, I've ever we, seen. We've, ta- seen, we've talked yeah. about that so much on this podcast. Like people, people... 
if anyone's ever around Elizabeth Town, just just go into the Best Buy, just go check it out. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it's nice and stuff. Yeah, it's, but it's cool just, that we have a Best Buy. It's just but small. Everything here in E Town, like some of our restaurants are all like a scaled down version. Yeah, like Olive Garden's a smaller version. It's yeah, weird. Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. most of them are. Yeah. But we're oh man, it's gonna change here soon. I know. We're getting uh, there was a. <laughs> this is what we do. So get off the rails. Go ahead. So. Man. What this are we getting? Is, this Come is on, cool. spill it. This is very cool. This is very cool um, economic development news. We are getting a Ford battery oh, yeah, factory yeah, yeah. just south of town, still in the county. Um, yeah. It's not obviously in the city, um, but in the county, there is going to be a very large Ford battery factory because there is a Ford plant uh, in Louisville. Two, two Ford plants. Yeah. Yep. yeah, there's two. And that is where a lot of the F-150s are made, the frames at least. So there is a Super Duty plant that does just trucks. Um, then there is a... The Escape, the escapes, right? Yeah. And then Matalsa here in E-Town makes Builds the frames, the frames. for the F-150s and some yeah. other things. Then Tower Tech, which is their sister company, is in Shepherdsville. They do the same thing. So a lot of Ford manufacturing yeah. happens within a 50-mile radius right. of this area. And so area. they want the batteries... So. Uh, they want the batteries manufactured as close as possible. Right, and so. another reason for that is, is that if you if you don't know, um, uh, apart from the the manufacturing cost of bat car, are they lithium? Yeah. Uh, apart from the manufacturing cost, the shipping cost is astronomical. Ooh, so they're heavy. Uh, so they're trying to bring as much of that from overseas as they can because shipping cost for them on a boat is outrageous plus obviously we have issues with boats right now in the in the ocean uh but we are also a central hub where there are a few railheads in this area there's a railhead at matalsa that was built just for f-150 frames so they can literally just piggyback off of that load them up ship them to wherever they need to go so yeah but uh upwards of five thousand jobs eventually Mm -hmm. um and obviously there's going to be a ton of construction around this as well so yeah, our our little town is definitely going to change, and so it is. we might get a we it's might get a full s- might get a full size Best Buy. Are we get a big Best Buy now. So sorry, we do sorry to get off the rails. We just saw this yesterday. There are seven or eight Tesla charging stations going mm-hmm. in right near yep. mine right and Robbie's right. ho- uh, respective homes uh, at a new gas station right there. Which so. which really makes perfect sense when you look at the supercharger network. They want. Obviously, any little interconnection where there's several roads mm-hmm. that come together, they want chargers there. So Elizabethtown, right. we, we were called the hub city. Yeah, it, for yeah. A if long you're time. not familiar with our area, we're just south of Louisville, and we are at a major intersection of I-65 corridor, which is a huge interstate, which also intersects with two different parkways that span east and west. Yeah, and that is uh, one of the nicknames In- of our town is Hub City has been for mm-hmm. probably more than a century, I would guess. Yeah, I remember yeah. growing up and seeing so many like small businesses. It says Hub City this, Hub, Hub City, City Printing. Yeah, City, so blah, 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 it's either blah, blah, Hub City like, or Heartland. That's what we are because yeah. we're we're literally at the intersection of everything in Kentucky. So I like Hub City. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, they could, um, they could like modern marketing could probably take that and make some cool things around that. And that's make what it look I'm cool. Yeah, like, it was always like a. It was always yeah. stupid looking to me. Yeah, but. yeah, almost like a uh, yeah, it, kind of a vintage thing, like pulling mm-hmm. back the old. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So now you know a little bit more about Elizabethtown. There Central Kentucky. There you go. Um, be, back our on be, the rails. Our best buy. Our what? best buy is tiny. Um, yeah. <laughs> our, our best buy is a baby best buy. And so anytime, most times, a new product shows up, 
I pretty much write off the fact that it's not going to be at Harvest Buy. Yeah, we've like, driven to, which Louisville's not far from here, but yeah, St. Matthew's minutes. is, you know, 25, 30 minutes. And we've there's, driven to Louisville on multiple there's, occasions. There's the one on the Outer Loop. Outer that's, Loop, that's yeah. south. So, yeah. I mean, you can get there in like 35 minutes yep. from here. So, Been it's like, that one. it's kind of a no-brainer to Which the up. Outer Loop one is. It's big. It's, it's like really a nice where, It's like an old warehouse they repurposed for yeah. a Best Buy. It's big. It's, it's yeah. very nice. It's a very nice Best Buy. Uh, nice one was in New York, though. The upper level one. Yeah, that, that one was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That was about the size of our Best Buy, though. Yeah, it yeah, was. They can only fit so much, you know, into the skyscraper. And but like, they yeah, had, we'll what do that. Did they have, was it Pixel Books or Pixel Slates they had on they the had end? Slate. Yeah, they had Slate they on the They had cap. Pixel Book, too. Yeah. They had both of them. They and we had to go in there to buy some uh, SD cards, I think. <laughs> yes, because yeah. our SD card broke while we were in no, Brooklyn. I, no, I forgot it. No, I just didn't even bring it. I was trying to save you face, but fine. No, I didn't even bring it. I... I, and I remembered it on the flight. Remember, I was like, "Hey, whenever we whenever we land, I'm gonna have to check and see we're if I have brought to go SD buy cards." Because I remembered that they were sitting on my monitor stand, <laughs> and that's where they were. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So, um, anywho, it's good so times. Any anytime a device is available at our Best Buy immediately, that tells me widely available. Like it's probably gonna be at your Best Buy next yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact. Uh, our Best Buy, the the Chromebook little showcase area. I think they only have like five Chromebooks. It's very small. That we don't have like the big dedicated Chromebook area. Um, I don't. I don't know that it would be. I don't know. They could put it on display. They put random ones over here on display all the time. So uh, it, it could be on display. Um, but just generally, we just don't get new Chromebooks. Yeah, and it's crazy. And stuff. it's not because they've you know dedicated all of that space to this exceptional Windows or Apple. Their they, their PC section's just pathetic. I mean, their, their yeah, computer I mean, they've got section two in very small rows, and yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just a small Best Buy. Bad. Like, there's yeah. not room for, you know, like you walk into these big Best Buys, and it's like the size of our office just for the PCs, and then they've got a section that's the size of our, you know, our main part of our office just for Chromebooks. Like, that is just not the case. Like, yeah, I'd say all our, PCs our, and yeah, everything. Our are Best Buy's bread and butter is probably uh, accessories and just regular consumer electronics yep. TV because they're like their television section and all that stuff. It's, it's big. They usually have like the couch set up with all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's not great. No. But, you know, whatever. Uh, the fact that it's going to be there again, it means that it should be widely available. You should be able to go get it. Um, we're, we're working with Lenovo to see if we can get a review unit, but the way manufacturers are with these devices, it's, you know, sometimes it's, they don't get those review units that they can pass out um, very quickly. Um, and for them, they're looking at the long play. Like these Chromebooks don't come out and it's not this big flourish and then, you know, boom, everybody buys them. It's, it's a, just a longer play. So they're not in a rush to get them to us, but certain devices have a certain, a certain allure to them. Um, so we might just go buy one um, and, and go from there. Uh, I, I have a feeling that's probably what we're going to do because this device I think is interesting for interesting reasons. I was trying to figure out a different word, but it's an interesting device and it's interesting for it's a couple interesting, of interesting reasons. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so in, in the event that you're listening to this and you're not quite sure what this thing is. So it's a, it's, it's been billed as like the, the follow up to the duet, which but I think is a not? misnomer. I don't, no, I don't think so at all. Like, yeah, because during the, uh, the virtual event, they, they kind of pointed out that it, this is not a, a successor. It is a, it's, a, it's device, a different yeah. device because obviously the form factor is larger. Um, it's powered by a different, different processor. Uh, but they, they weren't liking it too. Oh yeah. This is the next duet. This is a no. different duet. Yeah. Know? 100%. Cause they have a duet. Is it windows or Android? 
the Windows device? Uh, I think well, they got one of both. Yeah, they have a Windows one that looks just like the original Duet. So, yeah. I th- uh, that one, crap, I can't remember now. I'm not really sure. I, I, I know they've got it. And then they've got one like this, this Duet 5. Uh, I think they've got a Windows version of it. And they've got Android versions. They've got the P11 tablets. Like, Lenovo's trying all sorts of stuff. And the whole tablet is laptop thing. Um, and so, and, th- and that's cool. Like, uh, I'm glad for that. I do want to see them attempt another duet, like a successor to the duet, not not a, a brand. Like, this feels like, hey, we're going to take this branding and this family and kind of expand it, which is cool. Um, I really, really hope that they're uh, planning an, a MediaTek MT8195 device. The, <laughs> the issue in a lot of this stuff is that we can pretty easily detect uh, detachable devices coming. There's a, a few things I can search. No, like every detachable device has come with a keyboard that spans from uh, a particular baseboard called Hammer. I mean, every one of them. Doesn't matter if it's an Intel or a Snapdragon or a MediaTek. They all use the Hammer detachable keyboard firmware, basically, to tell to talk to Chrome OS. And there's no real reason for them to go away from that because, I mean, it's the the basics of what they're doing as far as like, hey, we need to move this you know, detach, do this, that, that kind of stuff. Like none of that's really going to change. And so they end up with basically every one of these having the hammer keyboard. And so when we search that, we're going to see all of them, all of those derivatives. And so there have been no uh, extra derivative uh, detachable keyboards uh, since the other Snapdragon ones that are coming. So all of them right now are all Snapdragon 7C Chromebooks, which is fine. Um, but the, again, it's interesting with the Duet Five, uh, though that though I, I do want to see Lenovo get some MediaTek stuff out there and, and some of these new chips. The interesting part with the Duet Five is though the the baseboard we're tracking for it is uh, varied from Trogdor, which is SC eight seventy one eighty, which is Snapdragon seven C. Uh, there's this other development board. Um, Hero, it's a Herobrine, Herobrine and Senor are the two yeah. boards off of it. Um, that is for the SC seventy two eighty, which quite clearly is the Gen two of the seven C. It's like that's exactly what this is. But those boards don't seem to be turning into devices. Like I think the the Gen one, Gen two of the Snapdragon seven C are so close, the manufacturer could probably just say, "I'm I'm putting this one in instead of that one." You know, it's it's a little bit faster, not much. Uh, the cores are technically the same. They're just clocked a little higher. Um, and that's it. Like, so I think they're it's almost like a swap, uh, sort of scenario. And Lenovo put the gen two in theirs, even though 100%, I guarantee you it is Homestar. You can look on our website. We've, we've tracked a device called Homestar for a while. Quad speakers, OLED panel, 13.3 inches. Like it, it, it's Homestar and Homestar technically is a, a Trogdor baseboard, but I don't understand how the whole, we swapped this chip for that one, but they did. So that means it's a Gen 2 uh, chip. So keep that in mind. Then keep in mind the fact that uh, the HPX2, which is, I feel like the kind of, here's our Snapdragon 7C does this uh, and is good or bad. Um, And performance wise, we would look at it and say for right now, performance is in the bad category. It's just, it's just not great. Um, the Gen 2 is a little bit faster, a little bit higher clock speeds, and on top of that, now instead of pushing a quad HD screen, you're pushing just a standard full uh, uh, full HD screen. So you mix those two things together, 
there's a chance we get a little bit better performance. And it felt like like the X211 was it wasn't like it was so bad that it's never going to be redeemed. It was like it's right there and I feel like maybe with a few more tweaks or something like they might just be able to clean it up and make it fast enough to be okay. Yeah. But now like you you take a little bit higher clock speed, you take a lower resolution that it's got to push around. There's a chance that this this duet actually feels pretty performant. There's a chance. Yeah, I, that's where things I don't get, know. Things get so muddy though too, because like right now the HP is two hundred dollars off. You can get it for three ninety nine, which makes it like okay, you can you can kind of make some compromises there. But then the Best Buy's listing for the Lenovo says it's the SC seventy one eighty. Does it have that in the listing? It is in the listing. Is that that's but, even weirder? Because nobody's talking using that. That's like internal. Yeah. And uh, what Google else stuff. is odd is that the model number for the HP version does not show up on Lenovo's, their PS Rev website, which is their hardware spec sheets. That model's not listed anywhere on there. The, the Best Buy one? The Best Buy one. So I'm wondering if to cut costs, they use the Gen 1. I, I don't know. Or it might just, just be a typo. Yeah, it, I have a hard time believing they would bother shipping two variants with two different chips inside. Let, let's but, see if it has updated, but I'm almost positive it had the old... I'd yeah, be real right bummed. There. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it's in the title. And what's crazy is I don't even think uh, uh, Qualcomm uses SC7180 internally. No, like, I, I think, think that's a Chrome OS is, thing. <laughs> yeah, that was from the repository. So I'm like, how did that eke into the listing uh what's it say down in the specs though on it does Same it say thing. gen 2 or gen 1 it doesn't i don't think i think it says survey says it's a 7180 where are you seeing it? I, don't, I don't know oh there it is yeah this is eight oh, that's yeah that that's product name so this is an eight gig model yeah this is the model that you want to buy that eight gigs is probably going to help make up some of the fact that it's not a great chip yeah i mean the hp was eight gig as well yeah. so mm-hmm. um because the one at Costco has like twice the storage, but it's only four gigs. Like, hmm. I don't get it. Hmm. Yeah, that Chromebook would be a, launches are all but what's the, always what's so the crystal gig? clear, so smooth. So, are the base speeds the same on Gen? No, one they're not. So, what's clock? Two fifty-five. That's that's Gen two. Okay, so it's probably a typo. Yep. So two five five is. By Gen the way, two. when we had the H- HP here, we were trying to figure out which chip it was, which we know now which one it is. But we couldn't find an app to tell us. I found an app. So when we get the Lenovo okay. here, we will be able to tell which chip it is. Yeah, we That's only like, we looked at the base clock speeds. Some, what did we use to do that? We did something, and it, the base clocks were lined up with the 7180. Um, I think Cog shows clock speed. Maybe. Doesn't? Let me see. Let's sure. see. What was the just, app you found? Just, just look. For those listening who might want to check this. Because maybe they're super nerdy like us. Hold on. So uh, yeah, so this shows. I think it shows your biggest wow. core in Cog. <laughs> it's called Ada A I D A sixty four. Apparently, it's a, it's like the it's free. It's on Android, but it'll show you what the actual ARM processor is on your device. <clears throat> Sorry, I was Check one us. of our patrons just shared a picture that I couldn't Gen help but laugh at. But I, you have to be a patron if you want to see it. I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to share that over the radio waves. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oof. Yeah, let's see. Seven C compute platform because I'm pretty sure it's two four on the seven C and two five five. You wrote an article about it at some point. I did. Know. That's what I was going to go look for first. He's going to teach like, himself something. Yep, <laughs> I was right. So two point four in the Gen one, two point five five. Again, when so I said there's small, a typo somewhere. When I said small clock speed bump, that 
I don't. How does that happen? How does SC seventy one eighty? You know what's happening? The people that make Best Buy listings are looking up Chrome Unboxed stuff. They probably are, which <laughs> aggravates me because they have this new internal <laughs> program that allows influencers and bloggers and whatever, like what we are. What are we're we're what are, we're are both. we bloggers? We're, we're both. Of them. Yeah, there you go. We're vloggers. We're influential we're bloggers. bloggers. Blogger I don't bloggers. know. I don't know what we yeah. are anymore. Boys. To have, <laughs> yeah, to have like official authorized review videos on their site, and I applied for that months ago, and I'm just like, obviously, you guys know. I mean, you're clearly pulling stuff from we've our website. <laughs> well, since from the days, at least when, get it yeah, right. from but the days of Michael working for the company he used to work for. I mean, anyone that worked at Best Buy that actually knew something about Chromebooks, it's because they followed our site. Not that's yeah. not like a humble brag. It's just. There's not a lot of places yeah, to go where you can get this kind of information. But that's but that's the point. Like, if someone who's in charge of trying to put together this listing, someone says, "Hey, put together this listing for this," and they're like looking around, they do a Google search, like they're likely going to find an article from us talking oh, yeah. about this. Yeah, because here's uh, I didn't realize this just came up today. Lenovo has their landing page for it. Finally, uh, you can't. Oh, cool. Yeah, you can't buy it. But on their site, on their page, it just says Seven C Gen Two. Yeah. So. And honestly, when they first said that, when they announced this device, I was like, yeah, they're mistaken. They, they, they're they saying Gen 2. That's not Gen 2 because it's Homestar, and it's based off Trogdor 7180. Wrong. Yeah. And so somehow they, they've put that chip in there. And again, <sighs> it's even looking up uh, benchmarks. If you look at benchmarks and you find Homestar being benchmarked in Geekbench, it's 2.55, which tells me it's got to be 7C Gen 2. Anywho. Yeah. So a bump in speed, less resolution, but you get OLED on the screen which is going to be saucy. Delicious. OLED's always awesome, especially on large screen devices. It is, it's just so fun to look at. Um, so you have an OLED screen. You got quad speakers, which looks awesome. Hopefully and the thing looks really happen. thin. Uh, so it's thin, light, has quad speakers, and it's enjoyable to like consume content on. Here's my, here's my like thing with huge tablets like this, especially when they are, it's a 16 by nine orientation. Like I don't like that in a tablet. 13.3 inches is the point where I think 16 by 9 gets starts to feel kind of okay. Like a 14-inch Chromebook I'm looking at right now at 16 by 9 doesn't bother me at all. It's when they're smaller. Like it just feels so confining. Uh, in a 16 by 9 tablet, like a 10-inch tablet or something, it's just weird. It's, it feels like a plank when you hold it in portrait. It's, it's super strange. And so like HP has their 3 by 2 screen. And to me, that's like ideal. It's it's perfect. And you can see the, you know, if, any, if you ask anybody like what's the, what's, the first thing you think about when you think about a tablet, first device, iPad, iPad, it's an iPad, like love it or hate it. They own tablets. Like that's my kids. Even we don't have, I have an iPad mini, you know, but my kids sometimes will call tablets, iPads. Like it's just, it's become synonymous with tablet. And so they've even gone to pretty close to a three by two aspect ratio. I think on, on iPads, like they used to be four by three. Um, and as they wanted to get a little bit bigger and, and shrink those bezels a little bit, I think they learned like three by two is this sweet spot where it still feels squarish, but you're not losing so much room whenever you do like a 16 by nine or 21 by nine cinema thing. You're not having these huge black bars. It's just a nice in between. Yeah. And Google got that all, all of Google's Chromebooks aside from the Pixelbook go, are all three by two. So your slate's three by two, all the pixel book, the pixel, uh, Chromebook pixels, all three by two. Um, you know, and some other companies have kind of gotten that with Chromebooks and HP understood that with their tablet, you know, and, and smaller tablets at 16 by 10, that's better than 16 by nine. So when I saw it, it was like a 13.3 inch 16 by nine. I was like, mm, mm, yeah. it's a tablet. I don't know, but, but 
if those quad speakers are really good, like they, man, they need to be good um, to make this work. They're really good, and that OLED screen is nice and bright, and it's just great to look at. And the tablet's light and 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 kind of thin. I could see this being a really interesting device, especially if the the second gen seven C just get over that hump, you know, yeah. like don't make it painful for me to use you. Like just 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 be good enough. Yeah, for and me I, to slap it on a keyboard on my desk and use it. But for the most part, like I could see myself actually using this one as a tablety consumption. Yeah. Play some games, kind of. Yeah, device. and I hope that Maybe. they, I hope they did something with the audio because they had their. Is it the? It's either one of the AMDs or it's the new Flex. It's branded with the Wave it's Audio. Flex Five. It's tuned tuned by Wave Audio, which they don't make speakers. They make the architecture for speakers. Uh, this one's not branded in any way. Most Chromebooks have like two two watt speakers. Mm-hmm. This has four one watt speakers. So if they're placed correctly and they're tuned well, it could be really good. Sure. On the flip side, it could be really garbage. I mean, yeah. it could be a really bad this, experience. And it it seems like though they wouldn't spend the time to put quad speakers. Hopefully in the not, because the little duet. Yeah, the little it. duet has good speakers. They're not great. They're yeah, good for what it is. To, for me, those aren't even close to what I'm taught. Like what I'm asking uh, for is yeah. Pixel Slate speakers. Slate. Now the it's last be slate the speakers. last Lenovo Android tablet I had had exceptional Ooh, right. speakers, and we th- and they, they were only us. dual speakers. Do you remember the P11 they sent yeah, us? Yeah, we sent it back. We sent it back because I was like, uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know what to do with this or say about it. So you can have it back. So we sent it back to them. But as aggravating as most of the stuff was on it, like the OS on it was weird. And they're, when you plugged it into the keyboard, yeah, like they their had birth, that weird. Uh, they're trying to do a DeX kind of thing yeah. like Samsung does. And it just was so half-baked. Um, sorry, Lenovo. It just It's not good. Hopefully it's gotten better. Um, this was, I don't know, six, six eight months ago. Um and uh, everything about it was, I mean, the screen looked good and the tablet was super thin and light and I love that, but everything else was annoying except for when I queued up some videos. I remember the speakers playing like, holy crap, those things sound good. Ooh, that's what we need to look up. What are the wattages on uh, iPad Pro speakers? Because iPad Pro, if you've ever picked up the, any uh, any of the iPad Pros, yeah, oh, sound, sound uh, pretty much amazing. Yeah, and, and and again, I'm not. We're not talking about like having a subwoofer in your face no. or anything like that. We're but just, it's just clear. It's clear, but it's full. Yeah, and and at that size, you should get good separation. Oh it yeah, should be a and good the, experience. The slate, the slate, the is, slate's I a mean, perfect slate example. Does it so uh, well? The slate and the Pixelbook mm-hmm. Go are both great examples of uh, under well, well under rounded. sold. Uh, yeah. uh, hardware that was amazing. Yeah, totally. is amazing. Like I've been carrying the slate with me a little bit here well, lately. While he's looking that up, do, does it have basically? Is it almost a full size keyboard? It should be. I mean, it's if you look at be it, pretty close, right? Yeah, I remember so the photos. I, I the sixteen by nine, thirteen point three inch screen gives you all the room you would need. Yeah. Think about the Pixelbook Go, for instance. Right. It's that's, pretty that's small bezels thinking, on the yeah. side, and it's it's got a keyboard, full size keyboard, and room for upward firing sure. speakers. So there's there's plenty of room. So no. you'll get a full size keyboard. It doesn't have the lift Surface thing. Go lift attached to the screen, which I think is a bummer. Which one, eleven uh, or twelve point nine? Um, let's let's be let's be nice. Let's go eleven. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't mind seeing both of them, but what size? The, but is they both use a quad quad speaker setup. So, what's the resolution on the CM3 detachment? Mm-hmm. Uh, so aspect ratio HD plus 12, 1920 by twelve hundred, so sixteen yeah. by ten so full 16. HD. Okay. Um, the problem with or the the benefit there with that one over uh, the HP, for instance, like the HP is a bigger screen uh, than the CM3, but because the HP chose to go three by two. 
that that shortens your left to right when you're looking at it in, in landscape mode. We need so to do that cramps your keyboard over again. So yeah. there there are benefits to sixteen by nine that extend beyond uh, the tablet mode stuff. And so I you know I, I've had people comment on it because I was like ah you know sixteen by nine I can't believe they're doing that. And people are like well I actually. I'm going to look at it as a Chromebook that I can just pop the screen off when I want. I'm completely down with that. And I think that's great. It's just got to, it's got to feel okay to use in my lap and stuff like that. It can't be this huge compromise. Like the slate is 100% in that realm. Like it's a super compromise. It is awful to try to use on your lap. Sitting on a table feels amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But it's the, for me, it's the stand on the slate because it's closed off on the bottom. I can't hang it like over my leg if I cross my legs or something. Like I figured that out with all these ones that have the kind of the kickstand back. You can kind of lay that kickstand back and and figure out ways to kind of lay it on your leg and make it work. You can make it work if you want to. And part of this just comes down to, too, like if it's not going to have the additional magnet up to the bottom of the, uh, uh, the screen, the keyboard needs to be really firm so that if it's floating around, that, that's okay. I mean, because I think about it this way. If I was able to detach the keyboard and then have the stand, and the stand could sit in my lap comfortably and I could just have the keyboard wherever I wanted it in space, if it's a firm keyboard, typing on it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So if it's kind of freely floating against the device, not a huge deal as long as it's not also flimsy. So if it's not well attached and the keyboard itself is flimsy, that's what kind of breaks yeah. that experience. And so... It, I, there's a chance it could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, it could be really fun. There's a chance it could be hugely annoying. We'll know. Uh, we'll know more next week. Yeah, we'll know soon enough. But it. Did you like find I those said, speakers? No, the, the wattage isn't listed anywhere. Oh, there, it's quad speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, everyone says that they're obviously incredibly awesome. So. Oh, I've heard them. They they sound fanat. Fan, yeah. Uh, fantastic. So obviously, uh, we'll know more next week. There's there's a couple question marks here. We got to get this thing in hand and in. Test it out and see, see how see how. What's the price? Four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah okay. What's the Costco price? Four twenty nine. But you're getting four gig two fifty six. This one's eight gig. What a weird. Yeah. What a what a weird spec. You have tons of storage and no a RAM. A little bit of RAM. That's that's bizarro town, especially for a tablet. But again, they could be looking at it thinking people are going to just consume content. They want to put yeah. their movies and their music yep. and games on it. Like yeah, don't need the processing power. You just need more storage for media. Yeah. Um, what Something I'd love makes, to see is, makes sense. is we're, we're obviously getting lots more of these Snapdragon 7C Chromebooks. Let's hopefully app makers and stuff like let's let's clean this thing up. Let's get you know PUBG should run really well on this. Not not like oh my god, it's the most amazing thing I've ever played. But I should be able to put it on smooth with extreme frame rate and and, and play PUBG. Okay, totally. Um, and we. That's not mentioning the the gyro issues with yeah. There's a few issues. We'll tackle we, that later. <laughs> we need to um, we need to do a battle of the tablets. Like now that we've got a handful of these newer tablets, we need to we need to do a little video and and compare them. We yeah, we're, we're, we're we have to do our our best of. That's coming. That's soon. coming real soon. Has to. Uh, I I was hoping there was going to be a few more of these devices that are coming soon, but. It feels like some of the chip shortage stuff and some yeah, of the delivery stuff. It's delayed it's, a little bit. Yep. It's, it's being pushed back. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to make the end of this year into next year really interesting uh, yeah. to see how those, how they help people line up these time frames. Because clearly at CES, they're probably going to, all the regular players are going to be like, here's our next Chromebooks. And it's like, yeah, y'all have some in the, some Tiger Lake ones. Like yeah. in, there's a bunch in of the them <laughs> that haven't gotten here yet. Yeah. So it's, 
timing's going to be real weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, over the I'm next ready six for months. a new Chromebox, but I guess we'll, I'll probably wait for Alder Lake for that. I, do, do we find an Alder Lake Chromebox? Maybe, something? but it, they always seem to skip a generation with the Chromeboxes. Yeah. I mean, not that a Tiger Lake Chromebox. I, I thought we did. I thought we found that for sure. No, an Alder Lake said one? That, yeah. yeah, probably, but still, you're probably looking CES next year before we see. Eh, maybe not. We might see one this year. I feel year. like we're going to see Alder Lake stuff but at CES. But if the supplies are available for Tiger Lake... The man, if anyone's listening from manufacturers, you need to Just be pumping out Core i5 Tiger Lake Chrome boxes yep. and slap a Steam logo on it and call it a day. Yeah, so August, <laughs> uh, we found Alder Lake. Yep. Just saying. Bases and boxes <clears throat> are coming. Uh, what is it? Brask. That was it. There you go. That's, there you the, go. that's the board they're going to be based on. So uh, we, we can expect those. And, and we're not going to get Tiger Lake ones. Um, so, you know, that'll, that'll be the next one. And those will be the ones, like Gabe said, that can will be able to be marketed and geared towards gaming um and maybe who knows we'll get some of those with a uh, uh, gpu in them too yeah like more than just uh, the intel uh, xe crazy talk. XE GPU. crazy who knows so moving from hardware to software can we do can we do a hot take quick take on the on these updates that have rolled out or do or should we take a break and come back to it no hot take hot, hot take yeah we got a lot to talk about with pixels there we go all right chrome oh. os 94. I'll do 94. Rolled out. You do 95. Came back. Chrome? It's out. Yep. All right. Hot take. So here Love we go. It. Hot take. 94 yep. showed up. Uh, this is the last of the six-week updates uh, because we're moving to a four-week update schedule to get in sync with Chrome. We are skipping Chrome OS 95 and Chrome OS 96 at the end of November. We'll all be on the same page. Then there's the holidays that are going to kind of elongate stuff. Long story short, by January, Chrome OS 97 rolls out. We are on a four-week update schedule, two days behind Chrome. So it'll be Chrome, two days later, Chrome OS. And part of that's because we expect either with 96 or 97, Chrome, the browser, will decouple from Chrome OS. We'll start using LaCrosse, which is uh, Linux on Chrome OS. And uh, the specialized LaCrosse container will run Chrome. It can be updated. Even if your Chromebook's out of date, it's going to be awesome. It's already it does really well in development channels anyway. That's going to be dope. Uh, four week updates will start in the next few months. It's going to be a little weird until we get there because already Chrome OS ninety four stopped rolling out for a few days, but it's back. And uh, so yeah, Chrome OS ninety four is here. Not a whole lot of I was going to say there stuff wasn't a in lot, it. Lot, lot uh, some, some cool accessibility stuff that that we kind of been tracking that showed up. But uh, you know the the screen reader is probably the best thing uh, in there. It's it's really cool now, um, but you can turn that stuff on in accessibilities. But the, the uh, accessibility settings. But the biggest thing is last. This is the last of the six week stuff. So it, it'll be a little bit before we'll see you know all the way to the end of November before we see our next Chrome OS update. And that one may come with a new Chrome browser. That I, if if it's there, you probably won't know the difference. It's it's already that good. So there you go. That was a sweet hot take. It's like a warm take. I can't really get like it. I'm under the gun now. I gotta get this too. That was, that was still too long for a hot take. It's warm take. That was a warm take. Okay, look, warm take. It's a spicy take. <laughs> spicy take. Why is it spicy? <laughs> You've not seen those memes on TikTok. That's one of my favorite things right now. No, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, oh, here. There we go. <laughs> We're gonna knock on a two, no. one, two. Here you go. <laughs> no, that's yours, Jerry. No, no, that's yours, Jerry. That's the more best. TikTok. The it's, best another, it's another ever. TikTok. What's These voiceover K- of K- random animals. What's his K L R dubs? I think is his. I don't even know. Yeah, sure. He just shows up my TikTok sometimes, and it's usually pretty funny. But this was an otter. Like, <laughs> oh, it was, he's handing like so this good. foam fish back and forth. So good. Here you go, the Jerry. guy puts Jerry. it on his head Jerry, while he's smelling it, and he's like, 
what, where did this come from? I love whatever. Jerry, this is yours. And he like hands it back to him. <laughs> I love so whatever he's over on the other side. He's like, hey, Jerry, hey, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Let me Just a second. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> Otters are so cool. Okay. Man. Hot take. Chrome. Ninety-five. All right. Five. So yeah, while we were busy doing other things, Chrome nine. They, I just realized they rolled Chrome nine, ninety-five out the same day the Pixel was launched. Like no, that's why nobody paid like, any attention. <laughs> oh, <here's, laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, um, so Chrome ninety-five has some cool stuff in it. Uh, improved security stuff. That literally is just a web extension that they they're allowing providers to access, which makes it more secure and it allows them to have more control over checking out online. It's not really going to change your user interface at all. Uh, web apps can now be set as default and that's pretty cool because web apps are kind of becoming the way of the web nowadays and you're going to start getting web apps on your phone that are on your device and you're not even going to know that they're web apps and uh, you can change those set them as default as you want uh, save tab groups is probably the most popular one tab groups if you don't know what those are when you have have a bunch of tabs open you can group them together or chrome will actually automatically group them together if they've come from the same source website you can now right click on a tab group and save that so you have it saved for in the future and some of the other improvements are just under the hood stuff but the one cool one that i thought was the coolest and i just realized i don't think michael has it in his article uh the eyedropper for the web is really really cool if you've ever done web design graphic design or anything like that trying to get a color code for something off of the web can be a pain in the butt sometimes if you don't know yeah, how to do it. I got I a mean, hacky way to do it. Yeah, that, there are hacky ways to do it, obviously. And then there's other ways you can just drag that image into a, a graphic design program and do it that way. Now the eyedropper API is just going to be built in. And that they actually said this in the developer talk. They That was lended from Microsoft. That's a thing, I guess. Okay. Okay. Either edge. Yeah. Where, where will this be? I'm guessing... I, you know, I don't know. We need to test just it. an API. Because my thought when I first saw that was that they are going to then, uh, that just makes it to where apps, PWAs or something that need the eyedropper to be part of their application. It's, it's like just there. But I'm like, now. that right. doesn't make any sense. Because like Gravit's had a color picker for years at this point. So it's got to be something more than that. You can try out a quick demo. So we'll put a link in the show notes. There's a demo on the Chrome Developer blog. So anyways, when you use that, you can click it and get the hex code or the RGB yeah. codes for a color, which just makes graphic design so much easier. Yeah. So anyways, and that's about it. That's my hot take. All right. There you go, folks. We're going to take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. This episode is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Is your school district going one-to-one? Do you manage thousands of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors and smart boards? If so, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook management solution that seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, now including PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. To find out more, do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks 
or click the link in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. As promised, we're going to dig into some pixel thoughts, impressions that we've had so far, having spent four days with the devices, four, five? So yeah, we got them them Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. So yeah, all day Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we're on day four at this point. On day four. Um, And and, and let's be honest, cell phones are cell phones. Uh, It's... the whole process reminds me a lot of, of dealing with a Chromebook. Like a Chromebook's a Chromebook's a Chromebook. Like I, I don't need weeks on <laughs> right. it to, to form an opinion about them. Now, phones to me are a lot more of an intimate uh, device uh, because it's not something I'm going to look at for a little bit and then put away. Like a phone's always with me. It's always on it's me. It's like pocket. this ever-present <laughs> thing. And so... That that makes it different uh, when we talk about impressions of them and what's good, what's bad, what matters, what doesn't, all that kind of stuff. Like Chromebooks, to an extent. So, so I've got the CX nine sitting in front of me right now. To an extent, this this device doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> Joe just destroyed his elbow. If you heard that thunder boom, that was my funny bone. <laughs> Not, oh boy! Not funny. Ah, not funny at all. Um, but this this device doesn't have to be perfect in every way, shape, and form. Especially because for me, I know working from it in general, I'm going to have the display extended. I'm going to. I could have an external keyboard if I wanted, and I'm probably going to be using an external mouse. And so, at the end of the day, if the internals of this are the same as the internals of a device that aren't isn't as well built. Uh, my end user experience might not be that different, but that's not the case with a phone. With a phone, a you're interacting with it all the time, all day, when you go, when you're at work, when you leave, all the time, and it's not something you can like add accessories to to change the way that you use it. Like the, what you got in your hand, that's it. A case you can put a case yeah, on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that, but that's it. It's not like I can be like, well, I can you know put the screen on this external display and it'll be right. like the screen's not the best or. Yeah, the, everything about this is great. Like I think about the the C uh, or the Spin Seven Thirteen from Acer. That's generally a really good Chromebook. Some of the build quality is a little bit iffy here and there on certain parts of it. And like I don't love the keyboard on it. It's fine. Um, but you know, if I like that device for the most part, while I'm at work and doing most of my like long form typing. Hook it up to an external keyboard that I really love, and hook it at like the display on. It's awesome, but you know, if that was the hang up, like the the HP X three sixty fourteen C, it's great in every way except the screen's a little dim. Cool, hook it up to an external display most of the time, and don't worry about it. Like there are just ways around it with a Chromebook that you can kind of, if it does most of the things you want, yeah, you can. You yeah, can I mean, because honestly, it. this this thing's great to type on when I'm at home and I work on it. It's a dream. I never have any complaints about Which it whatsoever. He's talking about the uh, CX fifty four hundred, so the fourteen inch Tiger Lake, but ninety percent of my day is spent docked and on an external keyboard. I know, yeah. and I and I force myself not to do that only for review purposes. Yeah, because you review them more and than I once do. Once I'm so. done reviewing Chromebooks, like if we'll get to, I think, mm-hmm. I don't, maybe we'll never get back to that. But I used to get to points where, like, hey, I'm not really reviewing any Chromebooks at this current time. I'll a lot of times have an external keyboard just because it's there's it's an easier setup for me. Like when I get to the office, I can just plug stuff in and and put my uh, display over on the side instead of underneath the the screen. But ultimately, yeah, I mean, you can just amend Chromebooks a lot easier and you just can't do that with phones. And so that's part of like the process of what we're thinking through. And, and the other part is this idea of, um, you know, at the end of the day, pixels are just a little different uh, than, than other Android phones. And, 
I think after Pixel 2, like I knew that and I kept trying to do other stuff and it was hard to get away from Pixel. And then once I knew that there wasn't going to be a Pixel 5 that I wanted, I kind of let myself just go, okay, that's, this is not for me for right now and that's fine. I'm going to move away from it. And so coming back to Pixel 6 with Tensor and all this stuff and knowing these are going to be good phones, um, it's been interesting to, to put my OnePlus 8T down and pick these phones up because it's it's a different experience you know it's it's different software um it's it's different hardware uh but it's remembering the things that make pixel different and and in my opinion just better yeah. than most android phones but that doesn't come without some trade-offs um and and i think a lot of those are worth talking <clears throat> about and and thinking about because as people look at these, um, some people are going to be like we are, where you realize, like, Pixel software, like, the, the way that Google goes about making Pixel is set apart from the rest of Android. And so I'll take a few trade-offs. I will I'll make whatever sacrifices I need to have this camera back in my pocket, to have this software experience back in my pocket, to be first in line for updates, to know that my phone's always going to work with my Chromebook better than other android phones probably or that a new feature might show up and it might just be pixel only for yeah. like there's all these things there's all these reasons to go ahead and pick pixel but there's also some for some people that they're not going to want to pick pixel and like the first thing that comes to mind is is gaming like i think tensor probably is going to end up being one of the faster chips you can buy for the foreseeable little bit uh the 888 might still be technically faster it's hard to tell um there but, are things that are more fluid on that Pixel than they are on my OnePlus Pro. In, in, in relative use case, but when we start talking about PUBG, uh, PUBG is notorious for not optimizing for every chipset out there and, right. and being kind of crummy as far as optimization goes, period. Like it eats your battery. It's just hard on phones. Um, and while you can put this in smooth and turn it on extreme frame rate and <clears throat> it's just fine, they they haven't unlocked the option yet to... to do like HDR so you get all the shadows and all the fun graphic nuance and have extreme frame rate. I think generally speaking, that's probably just because PUBG is PUBG. Like to eventually get around to it. Uh, I remember the uh, MediaTek uh, or the uh, Lenovo Duet launched and it could barely even run PUBG at first. And mm-hmm. then over time it got better. Yeah. Like they st- some of those settings started unlocking. Like you could just, oh cool, I can do HDR now. And, oh cool, I can do higher frame rates now. And, the chip didn't change and and overall chrome os probably didn't change that much either it was just PUBG deciding to unlock it and ultimately like on the pixel 6 and 6 pro if i go get call of duty which tends to run better on lots of different hardware and i crank literally every setting to the max it's buttery smooth so it tells me that there's enough under the hood here but there's going to be some optimization time. And so that means if you're a hardcore gamer and the most important thing to you is playing the games at their highest frame rate and their best quality graphics across the board on all games, this probably isn't the phone for you. And so like knowing some of those things going in, like what are you buying your phone for? Like what's what's most important to you? And and that's helped me remember like, yeah, I like playing games on my phone, but it that's definitely not the... There was one period where I was like, maybe that is like the most important thing to me. I want to make sure the games are good. But I can buy a phone that plays games like a monster, like some of those Asus things. But when the general UI is bad and the camera is bad and like it, it's not good. That's not good enough for me. But, you know, knowing your knowing yourself and knowing what you want. 
And so like that then comes down to this experience, this, this Google experience, you know, like the, the pixel experience. And what I didn't realize with these phones was how much, um, the, the pixel experience also came down to the way the hardware feels like in your hand. And so we have in front of us right now the uh, I'm I'm taking the case off the 5A. Come off here, man! What yeah, is going that, on? That here? one, that case it's in really particular, stuck. they did some. I don't know what they did. Um, so the 5A. Um, now I'm picking up, picking up the five. <laughs> The 4A, four A five G. No, this is nope. just the four A. You broke the four A five G. Four A five G. I sent back to Google. Shattered. From the back, they all look generally the same. The camera nodule <laughs> on the four A uh, is a little smaller. Uh, it's a single camera, but they they aligned it the same. Like it, the, the look is the same across them. And even picking up the four and and Joe's four XL, like there's just in the hand, they feel a particular way. Like it's a certain design element. It's a certain aesthetic. It's uh, simple. Yeah. It's super understated. And used to, I thought, well, that went with the processors and it went with their whole thing. Like, they're not trying to make flagship phones and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, cool. Now they're making a flagship phone. Cool. I can get the pixel experience and software and camera and feel like it's a cutting edge flagship phone. Mm-hmm. And what I've figured out, and I'll let you talk about mm-hmm. your experience here in a second, uh, is that when I grab these phones, the the Pixel Six to me still still it, it's it's a departure. Don't get me wrong, but it still feels like a Pixel. Right. That's hard to say. Still still feels. Still I want to say steel feels. Still feels. Steel feels. <laughs> um, still feels like a Pixel. It's partially probably the matte railing, um, the flat screen on top. So this phone does not look flashy to me. It looks a little more utilitarian. Um, even though it's still, again, a huge yeah. departure from these black yeah, it still rectangles has, we have. Still has the camera bar. Yeah, and the doing colors. The two-tone thing. You know, so it's got all that kind of stuff going for it. But in my hand, when I hold this. So, and then looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I look at it, feel it. And, and I've been using this one, the Pixel 6, for the last day and a half. This feels like a Pixel to me. Um, the, the Pro, to me, doesn't. The Pro, what it feels like, and I used to say this, and I feel like I wanted this, and now I don't know that I want this. Uh, I'd pick up OnePlus phones, or I'd pick up Samsung phones, and be like, man, these things just feel like jewelry or something. Like they just yeah. feel, um, they feel and look expensive. Almost, yeah, and that's you know? they said that the design and and uh, the design team, the industrial design team, as they called them in the presentation, modeled this phone after jewelry. Yeah. And after that sort We're of talking experience, about the, pro. the pro, I'm sorry, yes. And I look at it, I'm like, man, that screen is delicious. Oh, it's fantastic. Goodness gracious. Um, it's fantastic. But it's like Herculean. It's really big. Um, and, and the crazy part is like, I feel like that's what I thought I really wanted from a phone. It's like, hey, I want, I want that high-end hardware like OnePlus makes, um, that Samsung makes with the pixel camera and the pixel experience. And then I use the pro for a day and a half. And maybe it's just that this phone is big. Like it's a little bit wider. I've always thought Gabe's phone was large. He's got the nine pro, but like that to me, like feel the difference in those two. So when you compare those two phones, which are, they're very similar in size, Mm -hmm. but the, the, the nine pro, the one plus nine pro is narrower. 
it's just that's narrow. A different feel in the hand. There's it's like a very a different feel. Millimeter or two, I think it's not. Even, it may not even be that much. It doesn't sound like much, and on paper, that's, it doesn't look like much. And but when, when you, you hold them side by side, it doesn't look like much. But there's something about like holding it, especially and then putting a case on it. Yeah, like it. I don't know. It just well, it feels too large. And then the the mix of that and the build materials and. It dare I, I don't know I don't I'm still trying to figure this out obviously <laughs> the, it almost feels like it's too flashy to be a pixel <clears throat> looks like know. a Samsung it, it looks does. like it a looks Galaxy like a, which like is a Galaxy phone. awesome <laughs> for we, people we that keep, want that we keep place coming, your bets folks we keep coming back to this though like we keep coming two back weeks to from this. now what phones <laughs> Robbie gonna have in his pocket <laughs> we're gonna start we're gonna start a, a a pool with our with our patrons. I'm starting to doubt my uh, my wager. I'm starting to think. I you, think three days you, was too soon. I think I don't know. I'm starting to think he may not. He may just stay with the six. I mean, he may waffle a little bit here and there, but I think he may land on the six. He may. There, not, I don't know. Like it, we we said this in our live stream with our Canary Crew. Everything that that I have to say <clears throat> about the pro and maybe why I'm not loving it right now does not mean that this is not an incredible phone no like anybody that wants the best of the best and they're into this sort of design they like maybe they've had a samsung maybe they've had a a nicer the one plus they're gonna love this. and i think that's what it's gonna boil down to for most consumers is one how important is the camera to you because let's be honest the 120 hertz is awesome but it's not that big of a deal yeah you know, if I can get a phone for three hundred less, and the only the only difference is the screen, I'm going to go with the three hundred dollar less if it's ninety hertz. Right. But it's going to be the ca- the extra camera on the back, or selfie cam too. Yeah, yeah. the selfie cam's got yeah, a, so a, for a, people a little better. Yeah, for yeah, for the visual. But the size that's probably going to because yeah. I saw an article today somebody had posted in Reddit that was the very opposite of what you're kind of feeling. He said I went to Best Buy to mess with the floor models and now i've decided to buy the six pro so i think it's just going to depend on the person i'm trying to think here i think i've had two or three different people that have texted me and asked because they know we have them they've seen our our, our videos these are friends and 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 stuff and and people are just yeah well it's the size and you know we laughed during the video during the presentation we laughed at that one photo (laughs) and i think that's the six and that's the six not the pro there's a woman holding the phone and and it looks massive yeah it was a weird photo and and almost like it looked photoshopped yeah and And i don't think it was i don't think it was and we kind of laughed and then there's another (laughs) i have smaller i have smaller hands i'm a small guy and using this pro feels like a tablet almost like I, yeah. I came in this morning i was telling robbie i put my sim card in this yesterday morning i used it all day yesterday in the pocket i was worried about that that's not really bothering me i was out on a walk yesterday during lunch and went to pull it out of my pocket and felt myself grabbing it with both hands yeah <laughs> like that's the size that we're dealing with here and then last night like sitting on the couch you know kind of reclined back using the phone it's a two-hand ordeal like right. it felt it's a little top heavy and right. it's just heavy period and i felt like i had to hold it with two hands to do anything on it like yeah. even on snapchat or even on uh, instagram like trying to yeah. get up to the stories like i had you know it's it's just a very it's a big phone it is i wouldn't say very big no but it's, it's very big yeah maybe it's 6.7 inches is this is like the big l- phone this is one of the largest phones it's the same size as the ultra the galaxy s21 which, ultra which, which I, was, I had for a day i yeah. was like this Ooh. it's too big this and, it's, and too big. the width the width like grabbing uh the nine pro nine pro one plus nine pro and then grabbing this it feels very it's it's and it's millimeters difference here but those things make that the millimeters are are 
things you got to think about here. Yeah, I mean, there is, um, it is discernibly wider. Like, and the curved screen I've gotten used to, and it is immersive. I, I mean, I got to This sc- the screen's amazing. It is the, the pro screen, screen is, is amazing. Absolutely fantastic. But is the six screen good? I've been happy, very happy with it. <laughs> like, have you once thought, oh, no. man, the screen stinks? Nope. Uh, Not one time. There is some, there is some shifting. You yeah, know, there's, you little, get, there's some blue Yeah, shift. the colors aren't If you yeah. get down on angle, it's it's kind of weird. The pro screen doesn't do that at all. The pro no, screen looks amazing. It, like, it looks perfect all the time, every time. Um, but I hate curved edges. That's on, how, and, and I thought, well, they'll be small on here. And they are. It's it's very minimal. Uh, but I'm looking at it right now off angle, and like the edge looks like it's glowing to me because yeah. Well, for you it's a shadow. Oh, for me yeah. it's over here. Uh-huh. It's glowing. Is your OnePlus flat? Yeah, so my uh, 8T is flat. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. the 7T I had before that was flat, and then I bought them because they're flat screens. I don't like curved displays. And if you, that's and, not everybody. Yeah, that's and, just me. And if you're and if you're like me and you're active and you like, I play disc golf and I play golf and I'm kind of my phone's kind of. Not thrown around. I'm very careful with my phones for the most part, other than when the 4A5G smash zoomed out of my pocket. Uh, you get no protection. And any, 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 um, they might make cases eventually. No, they, they give you, you some, can't. but it's going to come up weird on the side. It would look right. stupid. Yeah. So the, the cases all will spill off a yeah. little bit on the edges you're not, because you you're need just, to be able to interact yeah. with the edges of the screen. You're not going to get protection on the side. Yeah. And they do make, I, I looked up yesterday, Spigen makes a wet apply uh, screen protector that you can put on this screen. I'm sure it would hopefully go on well. I, I don't know. Did has Does Trisha's screen have a this, the curve? She's 4XL. Okay. So. Didn't flat, she have one at one time that had the? Mm-mm. She's the been on Samsung? Pixel since the Pixel. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something. Uh, she might have had before the Pixel One, right? One of the like the Samsung Galaxy S six, maybe or seven. Yeah. They had the curved edge yeah. on them. Anywho, I don't know. It, that that's just bothering me. Yeah, and, I've uh, I've not liked them since back then. I still just don't. I don't like the trade offs in them. I'm not saying they don't look cool. They it look does amazing. Look cool, but it's immersive. It's nice, but. But interactively, I don't like it. I don't like when there's something on the ed- corner of the screen that I got to hit. It's kind of around the edge. It's like around the corner of that button over there. You know, like even in video games and stuff. Like, I, I just don't like it. I don't like any part of that. And so there's part of that probably. And like, I feel like the, the 9 Pro, I'm sitting here looking at it. It feels even, I don't know. It's very subtle on my phone. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah, there's more curve. There's definitely more curve. To the actual display on the Pixel, yeah, it's slight, but any any of it is too much to me. Like I, I just don't love it. Uh, Why does it feel like the building's falling down? What just happened? Something booming. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> not. Would, that would suck. That would not be good. Um, yeah. So it's it, to me, it just the the Pro doesn't right now. It doesn't feel like a Pixel, and I get we're in a. It's just a new era for for Pixels. Um, I, I don't think we're going to see what we're looking well, at that's because like, all that's of the phones like prior anymore. to this weren't true google phones this is the true google phone that's what Rick said. And they want a true that's flagship what and guess what yep, that is flagship caliber but then there's the you you mentioned it really quickly and that's another thing i think that i've started to really appreciate in the phone that i'm gonna have in my pocket all day every day like i i treat in my brain the phone is more of a utility now it's just a thing i've almost have to have out of necessity um that if I could replace that with a Chromebook or something, I, there's part of me that would want to almost to just not have a phone with me all the, like always dragging around. And so there, there's this part of me that 
has loved, like I had the 7T before this, and then I went back and forth between the Pixel 4XL and the 7T. You can buy a 7T for a while. The 7T that I used for a long time, I purchased for $350 directly from OnePlus. And then the 8T I bought, they had a crazy deal. At, at, when I tried the Samsung S21 Ultra, I tried it for a day, screwed that whole thing up. I, and so I ended oh, up yeah. having to get an 8T from T-Mobile. Uh, but they had a good deal going on it. And I was like, no, I think this phone will be kind of what I'm... And I've loved it. I've loved my 8T. It's been a great phone. It's not stand out in any way. Like the back of it's a cool color, uh, but it's not stand out at all. Like its camera's okay. The screen's nice, but it's not great. Like I noticed, I, I pulled it up yesterday and it, I feel like it's a little bit of a downgrade from the Pixel, uh, the just the Pixel 6. Um, it's not quite as bright and I feel like this one's maybe a little more vibrant. I don't know. Uh, but but it's been fine. Like I, there's not been a lot of me other than wanting to get back to the pixel experience. There hasn't been this yearning for like, I don't look at the S 21 ultra or uh, the iPhone 13 and think, Oh, the hardware of that. I want the hard, I don't care so much about right. that. Like I just want the next pixel. I just didn't want a pixel that was super slow. And yeah. that's what the pixel five was. And it was small. Like, and that's, that's the way I am. I, I want this premium pixel experience, not a premium smartphone experience because right. I, I like my OnePlus 9 there's nothing really wrong with it other than it's been buggy lately because there's new phones out yeah I swear it's a thing I would if I could go back to my 8 right now I would I liked my 8 better than I like this yeah. phone because it was more than enough and I just liked it better so yeah. And it's it's there's an experience thing that comes from this because now our phones are utilities. And so it's it used to be like this one has this new feature. I've never seen this before. These pixels aren't doing anything that no smartphone like they're just doing the things that smartphones do a little better. Uh, they're a little more helpful. The the on device machine learning and AI is going to make some mm-hmm. for some really cool stuff down the road, I think. <laughs> but even just like the voice typing that you get on this pixel right now is awesome. It's amazing. Uh, being able to erase stuff out of photos right now is awesome. The photos and videos I've taken so far are awesome. And so I'm like, those are the things that, that make the experience better. Not, is that metal or is that part plastic? Or is that got the absolute most stunning display on it? Or is it just a really good screen? Like, And because of those things, like I figured out those are the things that matter to me from a smartphone perspective. And it's happened because I've had to go away from the Pixel and realize that when I stepped away from saying I had to have a Pixel, that opened the door to say I can have whatever smartphone I want. Like I can go get that device. So what's most important? And I've just figured out, like, you know, if it's easily easy to tote around, fast enough to play the games I want to, I'm good. Like I don't yeah. I don't need to go spend. And and what's probably right up there with all those things is it is it affordable? Yeah, the value proposition. We talked about right. this in the yep. live stream. And so between the 7T and the 8T both, I've had those phones at these wildly discounted rates. And so I think I paid 650 I think, for the 8T or something like that. And it was basically brand new at the time. Uh, not just new to me, but like it had just hit the market basically at that time. You know, it's 650 bucks or something. And I don't know. There's just something... Um, really awesome about that and like gratifying about this thing that I, I feel like almost half I'm, I'm chained to whether I want to be or not uh, like that I have to kind of have with me 
not having to think about it all the time. I just, I don't want to be aware of my phone all the time. Where is it? Is it falling in my pocket? Do what I have it? it? Am I going to break <laughs> it? Do I got a screen protector on it? Do I have a case on it? Is, is it covered in all this crap? That's and more crap I got to leg around? Or I'm not going to put a screen protector on the Pixel 6. It's 600 bucks. And I'm not saying that that's like throwaway money, but I have less anxiety about 600 bucks. Right. I really do. I just, I have less anxiety. And we got T-Mobile that's doing these trade-ins. Yeah. So that offsets it a little bit, you know, like, but I, you don't look at the amount you pay for it. It's how much was it going to cost to replace it. That's when you're carrying a phone around. That's the most important thing because there there are options with T-Mobile to do basically where it's going to be free either way, pro or not. So I'm not. It's not how much is going to come out of my pocket now. It's if this I thing drop that I'm this. Carrying around in my pocket, if I yeah. bust this, mm-hmm. what's it going to cost to replace it? And mm-hmm. if I drop that pro, it's going to cost me 900 bucks to replace that thing. So I better put a chunkier case on it i better put a screen protector on it which i hate screen that's protectors. what insurance is for bro <laughs> yeah. but then it's gonna be you've There's got another a, hundred and something dollars a dollar deductible you know 10 15 dollars a year whatever like if you go through the carrier yeah. insurances and then it's like there's that gap in time where well when are you going to send me the replacement there's a couple days here and then there's gotta wait to the yeah. and it's just annoying it's, it's just a whole thing versus a 600 dollars phone it's like Eh, you know, I, yeah. I feel like if I, I'm going to put it in a case for sure because I don't want to go okay. through the hassle yeah. of replacing it. But I'm like not going to put a screen protector on it because eh, it'll yeah, be that's okay. the way I am with this. Because I mean, we, we've our last three One Pluses we've gotten at half price because I mean this was this is a thousand dollars. We only pay five hundred dollars for them. I've never put screen protect, which I mean curve screen, whatever. But I I would love to carry this phone without a case, but it's just too slick and too sleek. I'm going to pull oh, yeah. it out of my pocket because that's actually how I broke. What was that guy? I broke a Samsung. It was a Note. Yeah, I had the Note. Not last year's, but the year yeah, before. Yeah, it was a review thing. unit. So, George, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. It happens. Anyways, I had it on top of my phone, but it didn't have a case on it, and so it was crazy slick, and I pulled them out of my pocket, and it just, I mean, catapulted. Yeah. And I and, feel uh, like that's what this would do if yeah. I didn't have a case and so like all of this boils down to and you kind of said this at the beginning robbie like this boils down to personal preference like we can't it really does because these phones have the same processor yes i know the ram is different there are a few hardware differences as far as build quality cameras like those things you just have to that that's a decision you have to make we can lay those things out for you and say here are the differences we've held them this is different between that one but then I mean, you just got to make a decision on on whether you want the best of the best and all these extra features. And if a, you know, if the screen is what's most important to you, pro, right? Yeah. Like, you know, if 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 you just want more of a utilitarian phone and, you're, and you like flat screens, get the six. You know, right. so like they're both great phones. And this is kind of where we ended in the live stream. Is like, how awesome is it that we're having this discussion? Right. That there are two phones that are both so good that. Me, me and you mainly are like super torn. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't this case with Pixel no. with Google's previous like, phones. It was no. like, oh, oh you I'm want, hitting the XL. You, right. you know, the you other one's way too small, or it's yeah. nerfed, or whatever. Yeah, no. it, it's super yeah. small, and it's got a crappy processor in it. Like, I have to get the XL. Yeah. Only phone you know? snobs are gonna going to notice the major differences between these. Right. And honestly, those people are buying whatever the latest iPhone right. or Samsung, or they're buying a gaming phone. So. Yeah. I would say pick it up, hold it for about five minutes, and make your decision based on that. I I yeah. 
feel like, and I said this this morning, I feel like I'm toting this thing around. I'm, 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 I'm pointing at the pro here. Yeah. I feel like I'm lugging it around. Like it's just a big phone and I'm just not used to it for those that are used to a larger phone. I mean, this, this thing, this thing packs all the bells and whistles and the four yeah, X obviously the plenty of people is amazing. That, that bought the S 21 ultra. There's plenty yeah. of people who yes. bought Let me see the, the big notes. Um, yeah, like for you, you I might not. You, I got man hands, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is though. It is d- even though wider. even it's though it's only a little bit wider. It's distinguishable. It's discernible. Throw the case yeah, on. Put it. the case yeah. on it now. Too. I didn't really notice it until I was lugging it around with the case. Yeah, I can tell case on mine, case off the pro. Pro still feels bigger. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. That's a good. But to me, it doesn't feel like oh, it's unwieldy. Right. I mean, but yeah. that's yeah. just me. And that's yeah. Uh, that's you. You have you have much larger hands than me. And I, I for me, like hey, somebody's talking to us. It it definitely, um, man. It, it it's just it's a large it's a large phone for me to lug around. And that's I I I said it even yesterday after only using it for half the day. Well, I, I use it pretty much all day yesterday. I, I must know. I found myself. Like have not anxiety, but like not looking forward to carrying it over the weekend. Like I was yeah. asking Robbie, I was well, like, the minute you were like, "Do you want to just take this one over the weekend?" <laughs> yeah. I'll just go back to my uh, like that tells me enough right, right there because I'm not into it. Yeah, I've used the the and I felt the same way with the pro when I was using it. Like, uh, um, am I done with this yet? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's kind of not because the software and okay. not because it's not so, built yeah. well, not because of any of those things, but the Pixel Six. Like I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't it want you not, to have he this. Loves it it yeah, may I not like sound it. like much, but this is thirteen grams heavier, and you can tell, dude. That's, oh yeah, it just. I didn't realize it was that it much. It feels more like it's a ceramic phone or something like that to it's me. Just, it is substantial. This. Like yeah. there's no getting. But around again, it. none of it feels like. Oh my gosh, this is a brick. So no, I, no, no, I don't no. Know. It's it's premium. Yeah. It reminds it feels me of very premium. When I, I've used some of those ASUS gaming phones, yeah, and I'm like. That's what this thing's got a huge, it's got a big screen for the reason. It's got a big battery in it and all that kind of stuff. It's there, but man, there's no escaping it. Like there's no getting around. And I used to think bigger the phone, the better. Yeah, totally. Me too. There's no, there's no limit to the size of the phone. As long as it'll fit in my pocket, don't care. And I'm like, no, I think I've found it. Like, I think the sweet spot that OnePlus is stuck with, with most of their phones, that 6.55 inch, it's the right size. Yeah, because I think like, like this guy, it's that Four is that five A? Yeah, six point three. Yeah, yeah. Because when we got the newer One Pluses, I could tell my wife was, she's at the point where it's like, okay, this is about as big of. She has small hands, you know. She's gotten used to the to this size phone, but I don't think she would ever be happy with this. What's phone. crazy is my wife that I've shown her and I've said all this stuff to her, and she's still saying, I, I want the Pro, and for her, the camera is the most important thing. And so right. again, that goes back right. to this whole thing, like. She'll figure out how to deal with the size of it, like whatever. Because the cameras are it's vitally important. important for her. The screen, not that important. Yeah. 120 hertz, not that important. She, she's extra doing, RAM, don't care. Like the the, the <laughs> better the better yeah. and the the selfie for her, like doing some of her work stuff, being able to have that 4K selfie cam and having the the 4X on the back, like she just doesn't want to compromise. Like that's for her matters. to the idea of saying I'm going to choose the lesser camera system is not okay yeah. for me. Yeah. I've been carrying around a OnePlus mostly for the last 18 months or so. I've known my camera's no good. Like, yeah. it's okay. It does whatever. Like, it's going to capture stuff. So, for me, the the Pixel 6 is a massive upgrade. Uh, and, and again, like, it's not like, oh, you're going to capture 
10 out of 10 on the on the pro and it's gonna be like a 7.5 on no. the six it's like no. 10 out of 10 on the pro 9.99 on the pixel 6 it really yeah. isn't going to change wow. fundamentally change how you capture things there's there are slight upgrades for people that really are into it right but i don't know that a 4x telephoto is people, really doing much people don't also realize how cropped in 4x is oh yeah like how often are you going to actually use 4X? Not often. You would have to be very far away from your subject. Now, like, or if you like, you love taking pictures across the bay and you live in San Francisco, whatever. Like, cool. <laughs> you might have a use for this. Right. Well, and for kids. Yeah, like, and for kids. Your kids are in oh, sports they're over there or whatever. The, they're they're out on, on the field. field. Yeah, totally. No. And that's, I think, where, where my wife's at. She's like, totally. I would want that. And I'm like, I've been okay without it. I'm going to still be okay without it to not that's, have to lug that that's, around. That's so funny. Like I didn't even th- like kids didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only, that's the, the, the most that's, realistic that is, use case. But that is, that is a great example. If you're and like Josh, if you're getting uh, you know, shots at kids, kids and, out on and the marching field? band now. There you go. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get because, it. Because, because a periscoping, like actual forex optical. Legit, yeah. Optical. <clears throat> that's what I was looking for. Thank you is going to be way sharper than doing the Ooh, super zoom, which the super zoom stuff on what they call it. What do they High, call that? Super res zoom. Super res. Grab that is thing right a, there. Is amazing. Um, shelf over there real quick. CTL mug. Top shelf. Okay. Zooming. I want to play. Oh, can I not zoom? I thought I could zoom more than this. Yeah. Oh, I'm at 7X, so that's what you need mm-hmm. to go. Go to 7X so that we can compare apples to apples here. Or pixels to pixels. <laughs> Can you get to seven? I got seven. Okay. So there's Boom. seven. So this is all machine learning. And yep. I'm really curious here. Zoom, zoom it. Like we oh, should. Dude. Mine's no bueno. Wow. There you go. I mean, actually, it's, it's not, not that bad. It's not that much difference, but that that is the the pro is My definitely phone. more My sharp. Struggle buzz. I mean, that's a dimly lit. Let's maybe do what something. It's not great. Oh yeah. But so I, I, don't, I don't have a zoom lens on this. But did, try four. Go to four. So there's four. Me zoomed in Ooh, on the there you four. Go. Oh, you there you were go. taking vertical photos. <laughs> oh, you got my earphones there. Oh boy, me. we're getting... our, our our table setup here is just not. It's not ready for this. Yeah. Okay, so zoom in to four. four. Oh, there we go. Got my zoom slider. This is me using just the four X. So optical. you just took a photo. Yeah. 4X. With the four. And then zoom in on the CTL mug and see what we get because okay. this looks really good. Oh yeah, big difference. Lots of artifacting. Super grainy. Now my guess is it. This is if that we is took, sharp. If we took a shot out, go ahead and zoom in on yours. Outside. If we took a shot outside, um, there's that yeah. for comparison. Yeah, I mean that's all machine learning yeah, stuff. Yeah, mine's gar- hot garbage. But if we probably got fed it more Better light, yeah. um, we probably have a. You know, we'll we'll test that stuff, and that's the stuff we want to do for the review. Um, or separate little videos or separate articles like yeah. camera tests. You know, yeah. Something. Uh, here, zoom zoom testing because, I mean, when it comes down to it, exactly with video, especially like you're taking video and you want to take a video of your kid doing something out on the field that forex is going to come in handy that's going to make a Um, big difference and and for me like that's not anxiety producing at all for me because you know i'm with our kids stuff i'm going to be there with my wife so she's going to get it anyway and that's just been the case for our and that's why all this comes down to you got to decide what's important actually to put in your pocket like what makes more of a difference to you on a day-to-day basis because 
The truth is, I've been waiting a long time to get back to a Pixel phone as my daily driver. I've been and, waiting a long time. And you were sold on this when we unboxed them. 100%. Uh, but the I've been, I've been waiting, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, since we have a choice here, I'm not willing to put something in my pocket that I'm just going to not look forward to picking up, to be honest with you. I want to enjoy Pixel software and the whole Pixel experience without thinking about all this other junk. That's what I'm feeling with the Pixel 6, 100%. Like, I'm just really enjoying it. Uh, it's not what I've experienced with the with the Pro because of the things that matter to me uh, right. from a smartphone perspective. So, there you go. There you go. We that'll, that'll help a little bit with the video. We're going to heard do. it here first. Yeah, heard it here first. Obviously, we need to spend a little bit more time with these. Uh, um, and I, I know we need to spend some more time with them, but TK did ask okay. if you can speak to this. 90 versus 120. Yeah. Um, How big of a difference is the Hertz? If you set them side by side and scroll through like Wiggle your something apps, real fast. Like wiggle it back and forth. You can 100% yeah. I mean, obviously you can see it, but I mean, on regular, just Usage, normal use. Don't even think about it. Right. I've been on a 90 Hertz with the 4XL and going to this, it's not like, oh my gosh, it's so much better. It's not like 60 to 90. Going no, from 60 that was to 90 a is, huge, huge jump. Yeah. I will Getting say more, like scrolling yeah. through Instagram, it, it definitely feels better, but... I don't know if you all do. You're not on 120. Are you on 120? Oh yeah. I think so. Like AT, scrolling I think through. I think my AT is 120. Scrolling through. This is this is weird, and this might just be me. Like I, I I just did this last night, so I'm not I'm not totally sure on this. But like scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through Facebook, like it felt like it was a little slow. Like I almost had to like because it's so smooth. I had to mm. like scroll it differently. I need to test this, um, but I it felt very touch, strange. I wonder what the touch sampling is on the Pro. You're 8T, right? I yeah. felt like I was like scrolling it through Instagram. I felt yeah, like okay. I was like really scrolling. Yeah, to I'm, get I'm curious, like because the the I feel like, and this is me. This was me playing uh, PUBG on the Pixel 6 Pro, and I adjusted it a little bit. I think the touch sampling rate is slower. I thought the same thing playing PUBG. I felt like I was like. The moving 8T, a lot too. yeah the 8t sample rate is super duper high i want to say it's like 240 or yeah. something like that and so it's actually twice as fast as the screen's refreshing so it's a little more sensitive uh, i had to turn my sensitivity up just a little bit it was yeah. like i mean we're talking like 10 yeah but or but like it that. was maybe but, noticeable yeah uh especially when you have a screen moving that smoothly like yeah i don't know what the sample rate actually is on the pixels um but might be worth so you finding. but you've used both more than me like you haven't you haven't noticed a difference I, I don't notice it in day-to-day use. Yeah. Things just look smooth, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. Again, and, and it's funny, you know, to be a, a techie kind of guy. Like, again, it goes back to that utilitarian thing. Like, phones for me have become just that utility. It's just that thing. I just, as long as it doesn't annoy me, I'm good. I don't care. Like, and so, yeah, the screen on this is objectively less good than the Pro. The, the, from a statistic standpoint but just look at them look at them side by side that is one of the best screens on a smartphone i've ever seen it's, it's amazing it looks fantastic it looks fake almost it's it so good. looks like stuff is painted on, on the, the display and that's what you said that during the unboxing and it's true like looking at photos even yeah um if you get something like my background is is black and so yep. the black like if you if you look at this it looks like the gray stuff is painted oh yeah on it yeah it's fantastic it's so good um however <laughs> is that like you know what i'm saying like, but, is yeah. that the most important thing right. in the world it's like 
Uh, no, because this one's good. Is like, it worth? Is it worth the upgrade? Do for I you? notice it? Does yeah. it bother me? Answer: No, it yep. doesn't. So Does ninety hertz versus one hundred and twenty hertz bother me? No, it doesn't. So. It all comes down to things don't have to be perfect anymore yeah. for me for a smartphone. Things just don't need to bug me about it. And as much as it pains me to say it, there are more things on the Pixel 6 Pro that bug me than on the Pixel 6. Um, whether it's size, rounded edges on the screen, or whatever, like the feel of it. Like, Is I there just, like a gradient on your photo? Yeah. or is the Okay, I was like, is the top of that display like darker? No. So, okay, there you, go. there you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so there you have it. There's some thoughts on the Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro. We have a little bit more time that we're going to spend with these as we put together a full review. I don't know if we're going to do them together, do them separately, probably separately. Probably separate. I think they did both. I think they yeah. deserve separate reviews. Yeah, probably. Um, but they we are, are different phones. They're we are different. gonna we are gonna put out some sort of video soon that is kind of. R- a recap of what we just talked about, like kind yeah, of trying kind to of figure the out the struggle between how do you choose? Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of people right now probably trying to make this decision. I mean, just based on, again, some of the text messages that I've gotten, right. People are trying to figure this out. This, these are, these are two great options. And so the, the, the choice becomes harder yeah. when you and have two is, great options. This like, is hey. stuff I feel like and, and to some degree, um, like iPhone users probably have struggled with this. Yeah, We've totally. just, we're, none of us are iPhone users, totally. so we haven't thought about this. But for <clears throat> Pixel users now, it's like, okay, there's two options. Kind of, there's three. There's 5A as well. Sure. If you really want to save some money and still have a Pixel it's experience. Still a, still a good phone. Uh, there are options and you just have to decide which is better for you because that means you've already decided the pixel camera and the pixel software experience are the things that are the most important. Like those are most important. So now we're talking about tertiary things. Yep. Like what, what's the rest of this whole thing for you? And so uh, it's not about, are these good enough or am I going to do the, whatever the next one plus or Samsung thing? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a pixel in my pocket. It's just a matter of which one. Right. I'm and not to mention the fact that for at least a little bit, you can pick one up for as little as nothing dollars because most yeah. of us have an old smartphone laying around. Yeah. So. so that's that's the last thing I will mention. You mentioned it just kind of <clears throat> briefly there. Uh, some of these trade-in options, these are promos that are likely getting kind of subsidized by Google yeah. uh, for these carriers. Uh, with T-Mobile specifically, there are some insane trade-ins to get the, uh, both of these phones for free. Uh, yep. They are bill credits, as Robbie kind of pointed out. Yeah. I didn't and realize you gotta that. Be, you got to be on Magenta Max as yeah. well to get the full. So there's full there's always going to be some stipulations. Yeah, they want to um, get you. But even if you don't have Magenta Max, you can still get up to half like off, half yeah. off yeah. basically. So that's something to consider too. And, and for for me personally, just yeah, being candid. I have a 3XL just sitting in a drawer at home that I can trade in and get these six for free. Right. Yeah. That's hard to beat. Yeah. You know. Six so, Pro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to give you basically $900 credit yeah. or bill credits for a $900 phone. So. Yeah. So definitely look into that. If you are interested in these, that could, if you have a phone to trade in or you have an older phone to trade in that, that could do this, that might maybe make help you make the decision. Right. So, Okay, folks. Uh, that's it for today. We appreciate you all tuning in. As always, we're going to link all this stuff. We're going to uh, try to put together as many links as we can to some of this pixel coverage and some of these things we've talked about in the second half here. But stay tuned for the video and obviously stay tuned for the full review. But we'll catch you guys in the next one. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. 
And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.